In this episode, I'm taking you through seven ways you can protect your energy so that you can start over with success time and time again. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? It's Sarah here. I hope you've had a good week and thank you for joining me again and a formal welcome to the podcast, the Start Over podcast. So today I've picked, yeah, I love this subject, seven ways to protect your energy from negativity when you're starting over. When we talk about protecting energy, my instant thing was, okay, so I need to talk about you've got to sleep well, you've got to exercise well. And I thought, no, I don't actually. That's not <laughs> that's not what I mean by this because you're an intelligent person. You know this by now. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you know that you need to be eating a healthy diet. You need to sleep six to eight hours a night. You need to be hydrated. You need to exercise or at least be active and move more. You know all of that. So what I want to equip you today with are seven ways that you can protect your energy. And what I mean by that is we know, don't we, that you can be physically fit. You can be in a really good place physically, but if something or someone is draining you massively and sometimes over and over again, we all have the propensity to just feel drained. We feel rubbish. We feel exhausted and unmotivated. And that is not going to help any of us make good choices, make good decisions or or take action in a positive way. Because if we want to be starting over, if we want to be making changes, it gets uncomfortable. There are things that we have to do that are different and we're not trained to be like that. You know, we're trained to kind of keep going and do things that are familiar and stay in our comfort zone. So we need to be equipped. We need to be in a positive state Combine that with a good physical health and now we're talking, right? So what do I mean by positive state? I mean that place where we feel happy, where we feel loved, where we feel safe and secure and and joyful. All of those things allow us to be more creative. They allow us to think more clearly, make better decisions, feel more confident and of course, That's where bravery and courage are most supported. And you know what? Sometimes just press and record on a podcast or going live on social media or walking into a networking meeting for the very first time. Whatever it is you need to be doing differently and that's new, you want to be in this positive state to do it. If you're not in that place you're going to put it off. You're going to avoid things. Your energy is going to go low. Your motivation is going to go out of the window. And that's not what we want. So are you ready? Let's dive in. The first one is to become aware of your emotions and your feelings. This is like the bedrock for all of the other things in terms of protecting your energy. This is the place where you start. This is where you're going to become conscious of the signs. Your mood is a really good first sign. If you feel irritable or argumentative or short-tempered, you know, we're very, very busy as we're going through our days. And it's quite easy to sort of just bypass all of this and think, oh yeah, I'm just in a bad mood. 
But if you're not feeling right in some way, start to see it as a hang on there. Let's deal with this now because it could just seep into everything else and you're not going to be giving your best and it's better to kind of address it. These are signs of stress being around you in some way. And when you know what that stress is, you know how to deal with it. So it could be that you are feeling irritable and you might think to yourself, okay, it could be a lack of sleep, maybe you haven't eaten yet, those kind of things. But it also could be that actually a couple of days ago, you fell out with a friend and it hasn't been resolved and it's still hanging around. And that's what's put you in a bit of a mood because it's just there in the back of your mind. It could be that you just spent an hour or so with someone who has just drained you of energy. Maybe there was something going on and it was just a lot of moaning and complaining and negativity. And you, if you're like me, I absorb that. Oh my goodness, I really do. And I have to consciously shake it off. You know, in fact, that's a really good one. (laughs) I know we're not doing physical things today, but actually physically shaking it off sometimes can really help. It could be something that you are fearful of, right? We all know this when you get uncomfortable and, you know, it's coming up to the time where you've actually got to take some action. It can put you in a bad mood and just acknowledge it. Just go, okay, this is because I'm feeling fearful. And a good thing to do there is if you are feeling fearful, then clearly you can start to remind yourself of why you need to be doing this particular activity. I say need why you want to be doing that particular activity that you're fearful of. You can then give yourself a pep talk, right? But you can't give yourself a pep talk until you've identified that you're in that place. So number one, find a way, whatever works for you, where you can become very aware of your emotions and feelings, particularly the negative ones. And that brings me on to number two, triggers. What I mean by triggers are you need to go detective and this can be quite fun, okay? (laughs) If you suddenly find yourself really angered or outraged by something or you're having a negative reaction to something in some way, then stop yourself in your tracks. You know, you might go off on one and then when you finish going off on one, think to yourself, hang on a minute, what was that about? start to look for the patterns. Now, there was one years ago that was a trigger for me and I used to find myself getting really quite irritated by going onto my social media and there was somebody selling something. To be fair, what they were actually doing was sort of giving valuable information, telling me about it, but there were some definite closes. There was some definite, you know, mentioning prices and all of that kind of selling stuff. And it took me a little while, but I realized the reason, the only reason that it kept really getting on my nerves was because I wasn't doing that. (laughs) It was because I wasn't making the most of my Facebook lives that I was doing at the time. I just kept giving value, giving value, giving value. And I never had the confidence to actually sort of close at the end of it. So every time I saw somebody doing that, it would irritate the hell out of me. And it would create all this negativity in my body. 
So once I realized that that particular thing was going on and it was triggering me and the reason why it was, it allowed me to get real about it. And I was able to take the negativity out of it and and put the positive in. So I was able to sort of sit myself down and say, listen, this is a problem, but you are running a business and you need to be doing this as well. So I was able to turn it around. And with somebody, you know, I I come from a good sales background. I'm all about sales, but it really, good sales, by the way. (laughs) But it, yeah, it really used to cheese me off and and make me feel really negative. So those negative emotions, what, what is triggering you? Look for the patterns. So yeah, when you're on your social media feed, look for them there. Maybe it's something that's happening on the news. Maybe it's a conversation that you're having with somebody and you're finding it very frustrating. Why? Is it because that person is just continually moaning and you find that difficult to deal with? Or is it the content of what they're actually talking about? Your negative feelings will guide you, particularly if they're quite explosive. So if something enrages you, so where did that start? What triggered it? And have a look at those. So little things as well, like, you know, if you're dreading going somewhere or dreading seeing someone, then those things are big clues that you're, it might not just be fearful. It might not be that you're fearful of something. It might be that you know there's going to be a negative outcome before you even get there. So trust your gut, trust that instinct. And then that will lead you on to number three. And number three, this is... Oh my goodness. I want to be dead honest with you. (laughs) I think I've said it already and I'll probably say it a million times. The perfect way to protect your energy is also in alignment with protecting your values and things that are important to you. Boundaries. I would say one of the biggest areas when I'm working with clients that comes up time and time again boundaries. And I am terrible at these. Actually, that's a terrible thing to say. I'm not terrible at these. I am massively improving with these. But this is one of the things that I have to work on, on an everyday basis, sometimes more than once in a day. But when you start to work out your triggers, and you combine that with the work that you know you're doing about what's important and what you want to be changing and and where you want to be going it's the protection it's the boundaries that you put in place that protects your energy so here's something that i want you to remember if you like me you are i'm calling myself a recovering people pleaser. I'm also a recovering perfectionist as well. I'm recovering from quite a few things if I'm honest. (laughs) But if you're like me and you're a recovering people pleaser, then it's very, very likely that your boundaries around your time, your energy have been pretty low. And I want you to remember this. It is perfectly okay to say no and still be a kind and liked person. Let me repeat that for you. (laughs) It is okay to say no and still be perceived as a kind and well-liked person. And I say perceived in your own head. 
So once you've defined what is making you feel bad, okay, then you can start to do something about it. And using boundaries to protect your energy is a great way to start to do that. I've often made the mistake in the past of sort of seeing my boundaries in terms of you know, things I'm prepared to do and things I'm not prepared to do. But when you actually put some boundaries into place that are going to protect your energy around all of that, I'm telling you now from personal experience, it is so much easier if your energy is high and positive and you've protected that, it's so much easier for you to actually uphold your boundaries in other ways. So let me give you an example. You can tell I'm a bit passionate about this one. This is one I'm working really hard on. (laughs) So here's how it can work. I've now recognized that if I allow other people to hijack my time when I'm supposed to be doing something that is working towards my business or spending time with my family or whatever it is, I have been terrible at, if somebody asks me to do something, I will drop everything and I will do my best to help that person there and then. Okay, terrible, right? Not a good place to be if you want to be building a business, not a good place if I want to be making big changes in my life because what happens is when I do that, it means that I have less time to be doing the things that I need to be doing. So for example, If I've taken a couple of hours out of my day, which I hasten to add at the time I was willing to do and I wanted to do, and I probably even volunteered to do it. But the consequence of that, which I wouldn't ever really think about until I was in that place, is that I hadn't had time to record my podcast I was supposed to record or to go and do my shop so that we could have dinner that evening at six o'clock instead of later. All of those things, you're not leaving yourself enough time. And so that causes me stress. I'm then stressed that I haven't been able to get the dinner on the table because that's what I wanted to do that night. Or I've let someone down because I haven't completed a task, someone else down, I haven't completed a task that I said I was going to do. Or I've let myself down. It's not good. And when I say let myself down, there's been things where I said, all right, then, okay, I'll come and get you now or I'll be able to do that. And I believe I can get back in time for my yoga class, for example. And guess what? It's just not physically possible. So what happens is I feel good that I've helped that person and and that's great, but I'm not going to feel so good later because I've missed my yoga class. So this is where you have to add it all in with what is really important to you right now. And sometimes we have to put ourselves first. And by putting myself first with some of these things, it means that I'm able to build my business, create the income that I want to be creating, and that in turn benefits me and mine. So what can seem like a simple little errand that you're quite happy to go and run off and do clearly turns it into something else. And so protecting your energy is connected to all of that. So another example, I recently compromised myself with a potential client 
and maybe you've done this, right? I had my boundaries set. These were my working hours. These are the days and the times that I'm going to be able to coach people on a one-to-one basis. I had it all beautifully laid out. And so far, so good. Majority of people that I'm working with, they can do it within those hours. That's great. But I had one particular client who I was really excited about. I thought, oh yeah, we're going to do great things. This is going to be really good. But right at the very end of the conversation, she put in that we had to work out of hours. You know, it had to be in the evening and it had to be eight o'clock. And ideally she needed that on a Tuesday. And I kind of thought, do you know what? I could do that. I know I've said I'm not going to do that, but I could do that. And so we agreed. Great. We're going to start working together. This was on the Friday. And I felt okay about it. I was like, yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world at all. It's not like I've done this, you know, 10 times or anything like that. So I felt okay about it. But on Monday morning, guess what happened? On Monday morning, I woke up. I felt really quite drained. I felt unmotivated. My energy was not good. And I couldn't work it out because I had lots of really good things planned. I'm super excited about everything at the moment because... I've just got this energy behind it all and I'd lost that energy. So I stopped myself. This is where progress is, my friends, is that I had to stop myself and go, hang on a minute, what's going on? What is making me feel bad? And lo and behold, after a bit of journaling, which I'll come on to in a minute, I discovered that actually it was because I'd compromised that boundary. And It was on Friday afternoon. My energy was probably a little bit lower. I probably thought, yeah, I backtracked on my own things. And I hadn't protected my energy around those values, around those working times and so on. So she had said to me that she wouldn't be able to work with me unless I could do it at that particular time. So I ended up, I had to write an uncomfortable email and say to her, listen, I know I said this, but I can't do it. And I totally appreciate that if you're unable to work with me, then perhaps another time. And that was it. And my energy went back up again. And the lovely learning from this is next time that comes up, I am definitely going to be aware of, hang on a minute, don't compromise on this because whilst it felt okay at the time, Obviously, over the weekend, subconsciously, this had become a thing. And I don't work in the evenings. It's not because I'm mean and horrible. It's because I'm knackered. And I also want to use that time to spend with my family, my partner and my friends. That's my valuable time. And sometimes I just want to sit in my pajamas and watch a box set on Netflix or lie in the bath. So it's protecting all of those fabulous things that fill me with positive energy is why I need to have the energy around those boundaries. It is uncomfortable to start with when you've got boundaries and you've got new ones, but it gets easier and easier each time. And this is why I love the theme of start over. You know, you go wrong, you should pick up again. You don't allow it to ruin everything. That could have been a terrible situation. I could have committed to those six sessions and it would have just become more and more and more of an energy drain on me. So I'm so glad that I didn't continue with that. Look at the boundaries that you need to be protecting. And another thing that I've done now, I have done this before, but I didn't have it at the time. And this lesson taught me something, which was have some lines ready. If you know this is going to be an uncomfortable, 
upholding of a boundary, then have some lines ready. So for example, all I had to say was, for those hours, I'm not actually available to work during those hours. Or I could have said something like, actually, I'm useless in the evenings and I would not feel that I was giving you the best of my coaching ability. I wouldn't be able to give my best. And that is why I don't work those hours. You know, think about what it is, the boundary you've got to put into place and then get yourself ready. We're going to do a whole load of stuff on boundaries. Boundaries comes up so much and I have a special guest that I'm still trying to get hold of. I've got to be honest, I really want this guest on. It is, (laughs) it's a big task for me to even think that I could get this guest on my podcast, but I haven't given up yet. So that's why I'm waiting for the boundaries one, because I really, really want this particular person to be involved with it. Okay, so I'm digressing. Number three, boundaries. Get some, protect them, and you will protect your energy around the rest of all the things that you've got to do as well. And gradually you can add more in and you can tweak them as you go. Sounds easy, but this also leads us on to number four, journaling. Now, (laughs) I've got a few things that I want to say to this. How is journaling a great way to protect your energy? Oh my goodness. When you are in a negative space, you've identified that mood and sometimes you just don't know where to start. I highly, highly recommend journaling. I happen to know an expert in journaling. She is my sister and I am going to invite her onto the podcast. I'm not sure if she'll come or not, but she will probably know an awful lot more about this. But what I would say is sometimes I've just started off with journaling going, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? Do you know what I mean? Like just write negative stuff and then it all starts to flow. So I'm not going to tell you journaling is a big part of my toolkit, right? Of my mental health toolkit massively. I don't subscribe to the, I write every day religiously between five and 5.30 in the morning and so on. And if that works for you, that's great. It, it doesn't. For me, I use it in an intuitive way. So I'm no Bridget Jones here, but I am a massive fan of angry journaling. <laughs> and Oh my gosh, it's so much fun as well. So if I'm triggered or I'm angry and you know sometimes you're walking around and you're carrying this massive negative emotion around in you, you've got to protect yourself from this. This is toxic stuff. So I will often sit down and I will just start to write. And the beauty of journaling, whether you're calm or whether you're angry, is that as the stuff comes out, you are in a place where it is most valuable when you stop writing and you go back over everything you've just written. Now, sometimes I need to leave some time. I feel better that I've got it all out, but the real value that I have found in journaling is when you're able to go back and go over it. Because when you go over it, you can see stuff that you can't necessarily see when you're in the heat of the moment or when you're in that place of scribbling away. So I always go over it and I look for the clues and I find that I will spot things that will help me identify where the problems are. So I look for the patterns, the language that I use. Now for me, this suddenly jumped at me one day when I was working on my boundaries and I was going back over some journaling stuff and I realized there's one word that kept popping up time and time again that instantly helped me 
protect my energy, okay, get me back into a positive place because I was excited at the fact that, oh my gosh, there it is again. There is that word again. And that's the word again. So I would find that when I was going back over looking for the clues, it was so glaringly obvious to me when I looked back. Sentences like, I can't believe I let him speak to me like that again. Another one, I will never put myself in that position again. Why did I agree to do that again? That word has been revolutionary for me in terms of where do I need to put some boundaries in, you know, what is triggering me and so on. Because when you spot that word again, it means this is something that is happening time and time again that is instilling negative energy into me. And once you spot that, as I always say, once you find it, you can then start to go, okay, I've got to do something about this. So it might be that a new boundary appears or there's something that I need to forgive myself for or there's something that I need to let go of. There's something I need to work on, right? And it doesn't happen overnight, but when we're conscious, we can take action. So for me, it's a perfect way. It steers me away from negativity and back into positivity and protecting that positive energy and positive moves forward. Number five, get yourself an imaginary force field for negativity that you can't avoid. Let me explain. Most of you probably know the Harry Potter cloak right? He puts it over him, he becomes invisible, he's able to move around and nobody knows he's there. I like that, but my favourite, I have to say, is Violet from The Incredible. She's the daughter in it, if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it and you are an adult, go and watch it, it's great. There's loads of brilliant messages in there. But Violet has this force field and it's bomb-proof, right? And she's able to sort of like, this power, this magic just comes over everything and she protects her family and herself from anything that's clearly going to kill them or in my world is just negative vibes. So find out what it is for you. It might be, you know, like a Wonder Woman shield or I don't know, you might become Iron Man. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is for you, that you've seen something that was like, yeah, actually, I can connect with that. I can imagine myself doing that in order to protect. When I say negativity, so it could be before you walk into a room where you know there's going to be a difficult conversation that's got to be had or something like that, then you can just, I literally sometimes I even do the noise. You know, you can literally just put this imaginary force field around you and it's protecting you. It's protecting your positive energy. It can be like people's harmful words online. You know, they would just bounce off you if you've got this force field around you. So use your imagination. But it can also help you when you're in that sort of stressful energy as well that's actually positive. So what I mean by that is before I did my TED talk, probably the most nervous I've ever been in the whole of my life. (laughs) And just getting up from my seat and walking onto the stage. At one point, I was actually really worried. I I felt like I was shaking so much that I was going to fall over. So in my head, I had my shield that just 
protected me. It gave me that physical energy to be able to walk on stage. That sounds really dramatic, but that's how it felt to me at the time. So you can use it in these different ways, but it's a fun way to protect your energy and not allow negativity or stress to affect you in such a powerful way. Our minds are amazing. And, you know, by just sort of imagining this, you can switch over to a more positive place. Our our minds are incredibly powerful with this sort of stuff. And that takes me to number six, which is take yourself to a happy place. So if you find that stress or negativity is really getting to you, and that example that I used of the TEDx talk, you know, maybe you're just about to go on stage or yeah, you know, maybe you've got to have a difficult conversation with your partner or whatever it is. If you can take yourself to a happy place before you walk into this situation, by just calming your nervous system, by by just, you know, not only protecting, but really utilizing that positive energy that you have, you are then setting yourself up to succeed. So what do I mean by a happy place? I've got several of them. You may have some of these, but I'll give you an example. I think I've spoken before saying that hiking is one of my things on a physical basis that makes me feel good. Being on a beach, oh, I just love it. I don't mean lying down under a a sun lounger, but for me, it's like taking a long walk along a beach just feels amazing. I need that level of awe. Aura is a very positive energy, you know, when we're in awe of something. But here's the beautiful thing about our brains. I've done those things so many times. I've got favorite places. And so I can close my eyes and I can go to those places. I'm very good at visualizing. And maybe this is something for you to do. I love doing this. I can close my eyes. I can feel the breeze in my hair. I can feel the sun on my face. If your happy place is, I don't know, maybe you're in the arms of your partner or your spouse. Can you feel the warmth of their hug? Can you smell their natural scent? Hopefully it's a good one. All of those things. Because when we take ourselves to our happy places, our brain is fooled. Your nervous system will calm down and it will take you to a better place. So wherever you feel happy and safe, go there. It might be a football stadium. I know Jordan, when he was on (laughs) I'm a Celebrity, his calm place, when he was like full of negativity and stress about doing the challenges, his was Turf Moor, a football stadium. Wherever it is for you, take yourself out and you can do this anywhere, okay? I have done this in cubicles, in toilets, right? (laughs) I was in a meeting once, oh my gosh, I could do a whole podcast about this particular situation. It was incredible. I thought this man, he was a client at the time. I thought he was going to have heart failure. He was so cross about a review that one of our magazines had done. I excused myself and I went into the toilet. And while I was in there, I just sat down and I took myself to a happy place. I was like, I need to just calm myself down. And it worked immensely because then I was able to take the heat out of the situation And, you know, go back into that room and sort it all out, which I did. So you can do it anywhere. You can just close, where it's safe for you to close your eyes, you can take yourself to a happy place. So find your happy place. And finally, number seven, 
do what makes you feel good. <laughs> if you're going to protect your energy, you want to make sure you've got lots of supply of it. So I guess this little section is about protecting your energy, but it's also about doing things that raise your energy. If your energy is higher, it takes a little bit more to knock you down. So here's where you can really see the benefits of taking your brain to a better place. Now, I have a few rituals. So before I record a podcast, I've started recording little videos for TikTok and Reels, and I have to psych myself up for them sometimes. Sometimes it just comes naturally, right? Sometimes you think, oh, I'm just going to do it. And other times you have to kind of really build yourself up to it. So with the podcast, I have a little ritual and it involves some visualization and it also involves some music, upbeat music. I love my 90s dance. There's lots of tunes that I like that really raise my energy. And it's funny because it does change over time. I'm one of those I tend to like, I find a song and then I'll just listen to it a million times. And then I'll get bored of it and move on to the next one. So part of my ritual with the podcast is I just think about all the people who are listening to it. So I imagine hundreds, thousands of people. <laughs> I mean, you've got to think big, right? I imagine, yeah, hundreds of thousands of people listening to my podcast. And it's great because when I think of it like that, it also, you know, anybody who does a podcast or anybody who does something where you're putting yourself out there a little bit, sometimes there's a worry, isn't there? There's a worry that you're going to be torn down or somebody's going to say something. And to make yourself as bulletproof as possible, I'm going to say that because nobody's bulletproof, but to make it as bulletproof as possible, the higher your energy when you start, the more sure you are about what you're doing and, you know, the more confident you feel. So I do, I put these little rituals in and... Sometimes I have a little dance, I, you know, whatever I need to do to kind of get my energy up. And that's what I do. So I visualize good things happening. If I've got a situation, we've all had these, right, where you've got to go somewhere, you don't necessarily want to go to, then I imagine good outcomes. <laughs> you know, me saying that also like highlights, let's go back to the boundaries. You don't always have to go to these things, even if you think you do, you know, check in on yourself there as well. But it's quite nice to visualize how you want your day to go or visualize how you want a particular event or a particular task that you've got to do, how you want it to go, because you're just fooling your brain. You know, your brain doesn't know the difference between what's actually happening in real life and what's in your imagination. That's what's so beautiful about the whole thing. That's why, you know, the phrase is like, if you can imagine it, you can achieve it because it's true, right? If you can see it happening, then obviously your brain is telling you it is totally possible. So visualizing, listening to music is really good. I do like, I'm a sucker for them actually, I do like those inspirational videos, you know, where they've got sort of a series of pictures and then a nice dramatic, usually male voice or Matthew McConaughey or somebody like that, <laughs> you know, like an inspiring thing where the music really builds. I love those. So sometimes, you know, they're like two minutes long. It doesn't take long. The, the part of the issue is actually remembering what it is that you can suddenly do that will take you maybe out of worry, fear or apprehension. Two minutes to listen to a video like that. And already I'm like, yeah, what am I talking about? I can totally do this. But it's remembering to do that. <laughs> it's remembering to do stuff like that. 
So this is why it's good to give it some thought, maybe write down some ideas. I haven't got it now because I really know my stuff for myself now, but I did have a little list, you know, that when I wasn't feeling great, I'd just look at the list. What can I do to make myself feel better? Because sometimes when you're in that place, you haven't got the bandwidth to even come up with what the suggestion is. So what are your ways to raise your energy? My mum, she always used to have to put Michael Jackson on. She'd have a little dance around the lounge for a few minutes to like one track. What is it for you? Comedy clips are always good. YouTube is great for like cheering yourself up with clips and inspirational videos and so on. And another thing that I do as well is I do my book roulette, which basically is I've got so many personal development and self-help books and I have them around and I sometimes I will just pick a random book that I'm just drawn to, open it up at a random page and just read a little bit of it. And most of the time, it's weird that sometimes you'll go, wow, that is actually exactly what I needed to hear. So might be a bit woo-woo, I don't know, but it works. So that's another thing that I do. And I love that I have all my books here in my in my office as well. So it's dead easy. I literally just swing around in my chair, pick up a book and do that. And the other thing that I do as well is I look at my list of my 10 most important things, the things that are most important to me in my life, because that will help you remember your why. You know, why are you going through this particular start over? Why are you pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone in order to do something different, to be able to get a different result to what you've been doing? So for me, as you all know, I'm rebuilding my business. So why am I finding the courage to do those TikToks? Why am I finding the courage to really stick to my boundaries when it comes to how I want to be working? All your whys. So remember all of those because if that feels negative, you know, if you're going through your whys, for example, and it feels negative, what are you doing, right? You really need to revisit that for sure. Making sure it's your dream, not someone else's. Making sure... It's all about choice and the coulds that you could be doing rather than the shoulds. And I've been told by someone else that this is what I've got to do. Okay, so that's it. Number seven, do what makes you feel good to not only protect your energy, but also to raise your energy as well. And you're better prepared to go out there and smash those actions that you need to take in order to get the outcome that you want. So there we go, my friends question for you. What came up for you? I went through seven different areas there. Lots of things for you to be thinking about, but really think what can you do to keep your energy high and positive, to protect it from those negative feelings, from those stressful things that can happen, from those energy drainers, so that you can really show up and give your absolute best with what you want to be achieving. So I would love to hear from you if anything did come up, if you had a moment of, oh, I'm going to try that. I love getting your messages. I'm going to start reading them out. I've actually started getting a couple of questions, actually. So I've been compiling those together because I might actually start a smaller sort of Q&A section. I mentioned that once before, and now that I'm beginning to get some feedback, then that would be a really nice feature to do. So if you have got a question, if, if something that I've said today has made you think, hang on a minute, I want to know more about whatever, then please do contact me. It's really easy on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. You can find me, just put in Start Over With Sarah, and it will come up. 
Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you to those that are doing it. It's so lovely to see those numbers going up every single week, which is just wonderful. And if you have enjoyed today, you got some value. And if you can think of somebody else who might benefit from it, then please do share it or tell someone else about the podcast. You know, I'm asking for this. It pushes me out of my comfort zone because it feels like, oh, but I want to do it because the numbers are going up. And when some of you have been kind enough to give me a five star rating, if you feel like you could write me a review, that would be even better. It simply allows the algorithm to work so that the podcast is suggested to listeners of other podcasts and people who are listening to podcasts, which is always good. But clearly, as the audience grows, it also allows me to approach different kinds of guests. The interviews are going to be starting soon, okay? And I'm very excited. I'm getting some really positive responses to what I'm doing with the podcast and so on. So we've got some cracking interviews that are coming up on the podcast soon. So all that's left for me to say is have a great week. Thank you for joining me. Remember, it's never too late to make a change and it's never too early to start over. And I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.